I'm just looking for two things, a fight and a meal. Well, the only obvious public space in the settlement, once you get there, is an open-air bar. It doesn't have a name, it just has a sign with a bottle of beer and a mug. So, uh, they, they're pretty clear what this place is for. My kind of place. It's a very 90s RPG. There's a concrete patio facing onto a dusty street with a collection of battered metal tables and chairs, uh, with more underneath the roof. Uh, like most of the settlement structures, it's a mix of shipping materials, prefab components, and comparatively impact, intact chunks of rubble dragged from the old city's ruins. Uh, as soon as you get there, you sense an immediate hardening of attitudes. Uh, this is a pretty standard reaction when freelance freelance lawmen like yourselves enter a lawless place. I have a question. Yeah? I... Is respect used to respect other people or to gain respect? Uh, to, to show respect. Okay, in that case, I'd like to use reassurance. <laughs> uh, I mean, using respect is also completely valid. Uh, yeah, but... You don't respect them? No, they have to <laughs> earn it. Well, uh, either way, you, you realize uh, that to get acceptance here... Uh, a friendly gesture would be in order. Oh, that sounds like reassurance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, reassurance. I'll reassure everybody just by basically going up to the person who looks like the meanest in the entire place. Okay. In a way that absolutely nobody would expect, considering that this is basically the space equivalent of an Old West tavern. Just shake them warmly by the hand and introduce myself. Okay, uh... You have found the, the group of Duru congregating at a back table. Uh, the rest of the clientele is mostly human with a scattering of sibes, at, but these Duru have a don't-mess-with-me sort of air. Was the scavenger in the hollow message a Duru nope. or a human? That was a grimy-looking human man. Okay. Well, I will introduce myself to the Duru, and I will buy them around if necessary, because, as I understand it, we are filthy rich. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, yes. At the moment. Okay. Uh, at the back table, there's four Duru, all wearing insignia of the Logos Corporation. Uh, did you take anyone with you, or is this Eos only? Um, I'll come not, to Not to be unkind, but uh, I'm not sure. Well, No, I'll, I'll hang back if you, if you want me to hang back. Not to be unkind, but I'm not sure the other members of the crew are quite as personable. Uh, they got food here. Seems the best bet for personable. Jack, it's pretty personable. Yeah, I'm pretty personable. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we'll, I made we'll I, back, but yeah. you go. I made my character knowing that you were already you already called dipped on the face. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very important question. Does this establishment serve food? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Just, I mean, these people don't starve, but uh, I, I wouldn't call it good. I just want to. I want to uh, clarify. By I made my character. I mean, ironically, made my character after I said what I wanted. Right. <laughs> In that way, we're very similar, you and I. Yeah. All right. Let's go, buddy, buddy. Let's go, buddy, up with some Drew Druids. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, Jackets notices knows some things about the Lagos Corporation uh, that they all are wearing insignia of. It's a small but thriving business enterprise founded after the war. It specializes in munition sales. Uh, they've got a shady reputation, but uh, they never get caught doing the really nasty stuff. Mm. He can also tell, uh, and, and sort of taps Eos on the shoulder, 
points out that they're trying real hard to look uninterested in you folks, but uh, are always watching them without being seen to watch. Hmm. You know what would really be a good icebreaker? A round of uh, space poker. Oh, I'm really good at space poker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Their uh, group leader introduces herself as Adat Shi. She's a gap-toothed woman with thinning hair, and considering how very ugly the Duru are as a species, that makes things even worse. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty rude of you, Ironicus. It's it's true. Have you seen their character art? They're awful. I don't believe you for a second. I've seen it, and they're all beautiful, just like everyone is. Uh, Let's play space poker. I'm going to use a point and bullshit detector to maximize my space poker skills. (laughs) We're not playing games here, friend. Uh, What are you here for? Because this isn't that kind of bar. (laughs) Oh, come on. One quick game. We're doing honest business here. There's no reason for your... unwind after one successful mission. Surely you guys have something to celebrate, right? Uh, just some honest business, salvaging, uh, unexploded munitions. As... Wait, I have a real, I have a real good line for the one who's talking. I'm gonna put my hand on their shoulder and be like, making it to the end of a hard day's work is plenty to celebrate, my friend. Look, I don't know <laughs> what you're doing, but it's... <laughs> what is this? Too late, I already dealt him a hand. <laughs> I'm not... While your hand was on his shoulder. I'm not picking up these cards. Is there... I pick them up for him and start explaining the rules of space poker. I know. Which has a very futuristic name that I'm going to... I know how to play the game, but I'm not... But you do know how to play it. Like, recreationally, yeah, but we're just sharing a drink here. We legitimate business people. Actually, I have a question here. I have history, Daru. What does the Logo Corporation do? Uh, they were founded and dominated by ex-members of uh, Duru Intelligence. It's suspected of funneling money to uh, revanchist elements who want to reinstate their old totalitarian government. Okay. Could I spend my point in history, Drew, to try to figure out what they're doing here, like, say, I happen to have known? Okay. Uh, you know that uh, they are... You know that Adat Shi, recognizing her accent, is a uh, very high caste. Uh, that they have been dealing with uh, unexploded munitions in quite a number of bombarded places uh, because, well, it's cheaper than mining and you can get desperate people to do the salvage work for you. Uh, And I imagine unexploded munitions are just as good as making new ones. Yeah, it's, it's environmentally friendly, you see, actually. Okay. All right, back to the poker game. <laughs> There's no poker I'm... game here. There's just a... <laughs> no. Come here. See, this is called an ace. I've, <laughs> I've seen them. I have several back in my in our offices. Uh, but I bet I'm you're not... a real ace yourself, right? I snap my fingers at him and say, "Okay, so to get a full house." And then, as I'm doing this, I want to slowly shift my way from reassurance, mostly reassuring them that. Whatever, however baffling I am, I'm certainly no threat is probably the reassurance that I'm putting off right now. Celere to shoot this man. Yeah. Okay, he's he's going to shoot you. So, uh... Alright, what am I going to spend to avoid this terrible fate? Uh, nothing. You're going to get shot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and die. You're, go- you're going to get shot for, uh... This is... Are you wearing a popper? Probably. I okay. Have no idea. It sets one off. You feel the pain of being hit with a non-lethal disruption fire. And uh, she says, Okay, now I hope you understand. The next shot you're going down. Jackets, flip this table over. <laughs> <laughs> I flip the table over. This is off to a good start. All right, we're now basically in combat. Uh, um, real quick. Yeah? I said that I was going to be there, too. So am I also involved in this? Uh, do you want to, I think we all are. Do you want to yeah. shoot them back? Um... Uh, so my, uh, I wasn't involved in the poker game, but Kacha was most likely at the bar, uh, demanding their finest, uh, plate of meats. Uh, we got, uh, nutrient tabs and something we found in the river. The, the logo <laughs> says it's safe, so there you go. I'll take the river. Thing. I'll take the... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bad liver, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, it is the most disgusting thing you've ever had, and, uh... If it weren't for the bad liver, you'd really be feeling it. That's why I bought it. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Eos has been shot and Jackets has flipped a table because they really <laughs> insisted on playing poker with listen, people who don't want to play poker with them. I think, listen, I think that Eos probably made a couple bad calls, but I back up my team, goddammit. <laughs> this, is, this is poker harassment, is what's happened. Can... can can I can I flip the table and then immediately start apologizing for having flipped the table? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's not. It, it's going to take a, a reassurance spend of two in order to to smooth things oh, over. Reassurance spend. Uh, reassurance spend of two or flirting spend of two. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm fine. I'm gonna flirt. Yeah. Which? What is the? Uh, what is the leader's name? Uh, Adach she. Okay, Adachi. I'm going to. I'm going to spend two points in flirting, and I'm going to. I'm going to, uh, very sensually reassure. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you keep strange company, young man. Is there uh is there something you'd you'd like to talk about? Uh, came a long way to be in this place, part of the bleed. Listen, we travel with idiots, but some of us know what we're talking about. And, you know, we just want a little bit of information about this place that we're in. We found, we found some weird stuff, and we want to know what's going on. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, anything in particular? I mean, like I say, I can show you my license to, to deal with unexploded munitions. Uh, these people are... The worst you can do is ticket them. There's no evacuation order of which I am aware. Um, yeah, we're not we're not here to ticket any settlers or anything. Uh, we're probably not even here to disrupt your munitions business. Uh, what we are here to do is to figure out uh, some, you know, some uh, and then I uh, murder stuff. Mur? Oh heavens, we are not involved with any th- such thing. Um, do you? Who's the raddiest scavenger that you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're into that? <laughs> Uh, we're we're looking for like a shady ratty sort of someone that loves um computer magic 
computer magic. I've never heard of the thing. But uh, Derek Streets, he is one uh, real ratty looking man. <laughs> um, Derek Streets, where can I find Derek Streets? Oh, he went off on uh, some salvage job earlier today. He, he took that uh, one lady he partners up with, uh, what's her name, something Cordo. Cordo, okay. Um, Berta, it, Berta Cordo. She's, Berta Cordo. She's got those biceps. Uh, those biceps, are they exceptionally small or exceptionally large? Oh, that lady can heft a lot of salvage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, is, is I have a few points in bullshit detector. Is there anything that I can just tell is... She's not, like, lying to me or anything. Uh, all that stuff she was saying about them having nothing to fear from a combined environmental assessment, flat-out lie. Okay. Uh, well, that's not what we're here to do really at all. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You know that uh, she has... That's good leverage, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine she has no reason to lie about streets and Yeah. If she ever mentions her connection to uh, Duru authoritarian movements being greatly exaggerated, that's a lie. It's it's undersold, if anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sorry, her connection to what? Uh, Duru authoritarian movements. The, the people okay. that really don't like the recently instituted combine-friendly democracy of, of their okay. people. Yeah, they're big on totalitarian case systems. Well, her her faction is, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, yeah. the Duru used to be a totalitarian mm-hmm. case system. Some Duru want that back. Um, all right, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this, this super ratty Derek. So who on you talking about murders? Who's been murdered? Just like a bunch of scientists. Like a bunch of scientists who just got murdered. The environmental team is dead? They're all dead. There are suddenly... There was a bomb and everything. There are suddenly yeah. murmurs and then silence throughout the, the crowd. Like, I point to myself and puff my chest and said, I disarmed the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you big strong man. Uh, at the bar, uh, Katja, you know, has been talking with the barman. And he had no nothing kind to say about the combine environmental people, but now that the word's out that they're dead, he's like, "But I understand the value of their work." You know, <laughs> there's a real change of like not wanting to disparage the the deceased. Right. You, for self preservation or legitimate, like, oh, he's what a he's a nice guy. He's a okay. he's a rough man living in a rough place, but mm-hmm. he he doesn't speak you know, over. Sometimes the you got to complain. Until the people you're complaining about die suddenly in a murder. <laughs> All of them at once. Yes. Yeah, it was a pretty bad situation. It's a bad scene. It's a bad scene when no one survives a fight. But, uh, what do you... If you're looking for a job, I know how rough laser work can be, believe me. Uh, there's a small item I've got that I'd like to be taken to a nearby planet. It's still in the same uh, uh, sector it won't be any trouble at all. Cash if you want to do it. No questions, please. Cash in advance? Hey, now. I'm I'm a business person. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're both business people. And that means you'll get the cash on delivery on Red Earth. 
I mean, I don't see any problem with having this thing, and then if, if we don't get to do it, we don't get to do it. Okay. You've, uh, you've taken a side deal. Taking this, I'll take your side deal. I'll take it. I'll take. I don't call it a side deal to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so, is anyone else with Katja at the bar talking up uh, the now much more polite and uh, <laughs> uh, barman or, or any uh, of the? Me. Uh, I'm there. Any, okay. Cool. 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 I assume I've been there too. That's where I've been sitting this whole time, and like I've just been making snide comments loud enough that the other people could overhear me. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm carefully using my flattery and respect. Um, you you notice very, like I mentioned, there's a very genuine surprise when he hears about the massacre at the base. Yeah. Uh, it's three days old. Does no one check on him? I actually ask the bartender. Ah, uh, well, you know, uh, there was the one guy. He he was all right by us. Uh, he came in. He knew how to hold his drinks, but uh, apparently that's not regulation. And, you know, I understand. I, I've never led a team. I've never dealt with combined stuff. Uh, if, if you asked him this five minutes ago, he'd, he'd be calling the, the captain just a right-out asshole. But uh, <laughs> now he's couching it in these terms. Yeah. I want to ask who specifically that was. Oh, it was uh, the McClung guy. McClung. You know. But as soon as he stopped coming here, probably under orders from that no good, very stressed uh, uh, man with a with a job to do, uh, just relations between us and the suits down there just completely deteriorated. Did uh, did did McClung used to ever uh, say anything about his work about the uh, about that place? Oh, you know, he was uh, always complaining about not getting along with people. Uh, he. Had some uh, relations with some of the scrappers around here, you know, trying to get a buck on the side so we didn't have to get the the paycheck from from the suits. That's a, that's highly illegal. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's just salvage. I, the Logos Corporation are good people. They're taking care of us here. Yeah, they actually do it permits. They Sorry, were uh, paying for this new shipment of uh, med supplies just landed. He says this while itching his arm. Uh, Joestar n- recognizes the uh, the red raised skin as signs of radiation poisoning. Yeah. Mm. I should uh, probably mention that at this point. Um, I pull out my... What, what was they called? The little... Your, your tether? Yeah, the tether. I'm going to pull that out. And like um, the atmosphere here, by the way, is uh, irradiated. I don't know if you know that. Oh, of course it's irradiated. Here, let me show you this. He, he pulls out uh, this tag that uh, is blinking and is showing a, a blue screen. Look, the Logos uh, Corporation distributed this. As soon as it turns red, we're in trouble. It's uh, never turned red yet. So, well, from what I detect, it's pretty low, but like prolonged exposure, like yeah, that'll never turn yeah. red. This, look, I know within you, a month you're gonna get something showing up. Yeah, like, you want to get us off here because we got a good thing going with the salvage business, and you just want to take all the munitions back for your own uh, uh, starships back in the core against who knows what. We, I we ain't know got a cargo thing. hold, but believe what you want to believe, we pal. You'll be dead within three months anyway. Your lies aren't going to Even if you leave drinks. right now, you're too far gone. Anyhow. I'm making friends. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. Uh, what, uh, are you going to 
buy anything? Is there anything else you want to know? Like, I'm, I am all for finding out what caused uh, that massacre. Sounds serious, but uh, yeah, we're looking into it. Your friends are flipping tables and getting shot by our best customers. So I, I mean, sorry. <laughs> well, you know they're a little testy. We were supposed to meet up with these guys, and they're all dead. So now we got to find what happened. Um, so that's what we're here. All right. Uh, I can tell you that McClung was friends with uh, this guy Streets. Uh, one of the salvages around here. He went out on a job this morning. Do you know when he'd be back usually? Uh, for a couple of days or a couple hours we talking here? Uh, usually when the job's done. He said he found this big score. He didn't say anything about it, but he was real is, excited. Is, is, is Streets Derek's last name? Yes, yes it is. Okay, all right, yeah. Do you know which direction he went and it could point us anywhere? Because that's the best lead we got so far. Oh, uh, it was someplace on the uh, the east of the city. Like, So he points like into the center of town and then jerks his finger to, to the right to, to like okay. turn east. Yeah. All right. We'll see if we can't find more, but thanks for your help, buddy. And, you know, I don't really much care about your salvage stuff, so have fun with that. All right. You won't be busting you for it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Before we group back up, can I see if there's if there's any more specific information on where uh, Derek Streets is from the from the Dura? Uh, Daru? They don't know, but uh, at the mention of Streets, there's like you hear some people like clinking glasses and going Derek. Aww, <laughs> so he's cute. popular. He's a popular guy. Uh, you find a uh, uh, one of them is a pale, raven-haired lady that uh, is one of the few women among the scavengers. Um, Besides her and the buff lady. Her and the buff lady and a few others. It's it's like 70-30, so few might be a stretch, but... Uh, okay. I'll, I'll ask her more specifically about, about Mr. Streets. Sure, absolutely. Uh, she knows that they, uh, they were pretty tight-lipped, but uh, there's something about a big score, and it could be something that uh, the Logos Corporation would be interested in, but not, like, allowed to say they're interested in, if his hunch was right. Uh, he was keeping it so tight-lipped, he didn't even tell them about it. Okay. Can I, can I like, look at her, like, computer magic? Uh, <laughs> she, I mean, she, she knows about this place, this planet's significance in the history of uh, the war and the Molar attacks. And, uh, you know, there's something about, uh, they had this guy that was real famous during the war. Uh, it's odd that no one's really turned up anything about the Molar here, but if they did, that would be the sort of thing you want to play close to the chest. Okay. Maybe we should go probably find this uh, find the streets guy and his buff friend. <laughs> uh, okay. Is it, anyone else have anything going on? Is there any sort of a? I'm not 100 percent sure what this is for, but I'm wondering if there's anything I can do with preparedness oh, before we preparedness head in this is, direction. Uh, when you're asking, oh, did I remember to bring the X thing? You can roll preparedness, and yes, you had it all the time. Okay, that's okay. what I will. Is. I will keep that in mind. Okay. If you've played Dungeon World, that's your adventure in gear. Yes. Mm. Uh, at this point, there is a uh, a noise headed over the hill. It sounds like uh, tires on uh, gravel and engine noise. 
and some people clink their uh, glasses together and shout, Derek! I didn't recognize that truck anywhere! Oh, that's convenient. That is convenient. It would have sucked trying to find him. There's a cloud coming <laughs> up over uh, the hill. Uh, uh, and Are they blasting any tunes? They aren't blasting any tunes, but you hear some screaming, and then people start to get up because they know that Derek should have started slowing down by now. This oh, is man. the part where we get out of the way. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, their gi- a gigantic truck is now coming into view. Uh, Derek Streets and Berta Cordo, or people matching their description anyhow, are uh, barreling down at you. Streets is standing through the truck's cab sunroof while his foot is taped to the steering wheel. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> like meanwhile, Berta is hanging out the passenger side door, firing her rifle. Uh, at us? Y- yes. Okay. Uh, can I shoot out one of the tires? Uh, you can try. Uh, you can try to shoot out... Uh, if you're trying to shoot at the truck, uh, you can try the engine block, the axle, the tires, all sorts of things. There's a third person in this altercation uh, who is clinging to the uh, 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 grill for dear life, and his grip is slipping. As soon as he falls, he will surely be crushed by the tires. All right, action time. How far away is the truck from where I am right now? Uh, the truck is about 20 meters and uh, rapidly approaching. Uh, there's a brick or something holding the accelerator down because uh, you can see all the feet and uh, so- something's holding it down. I still think... Do you? Do I think that if I could shoot any part of this truck, probably specifically the tires, that I could get it ought to to uh, like roll on its side so that it won't be coming at us and shooting at us at oh the same yes time? absolutely okay then i definitely want to do that okay that will be a much tougher shot than trying to hit uh the engine block although if you hit the engine block there's no guarantee that when it goes off all wild it won't careen into people right, right. yeah and um, also isn't there like a person on front of the engine block right now yeah. we wouldn't want to shoot him yeah right yeah i want to i want to try to keep these people alive uh <laughs> All right, I've got a plan. Okay. Is it shoot the tires? No. Okay, so there are two plans in play. Yeah. I have. I would like to approach the truck, and when it is within 10 meters, I will use my X-Grav to basically launch myself onto the hood of the truck. Okay, so you want to jump on the truck? Yes. Okay. And then grab the guy and jump off, presumably? Or what do you do? I've got forearms. I can grab the guy and while also aiming a gun at the driver and maybe the lady with the shotgun. Okay. If there if the if the foot is taped to the gas pedal, I think that a dead driver will just be a dead driver with a <laughs> foot taped yeah, to the gas pedal. Yeah, it's not going to help. Well, I'm still going to be keeping the person with the gun at, in check. Okay. That's true. okay. Yes, this is absolutely a good team up. Uh so Give me uh, an athletics test to uh, uh, jump on, grab the person, and, and okay. keep them from, from falling to, to the certain death. Okay, this is a D6. Mm-hmm. Are you spending any no athletics? Want to spend points. I have an 8 in athletics, and I'm going to spend 3. Okay. I've rolled 5. Okay. Uh, that is a success. So, uh, Katja jumps, looking more like a cricket than usual, uh, onto <laughs> the, the hood, which is saying something for the bug people species. 
Uh, jump. Probably up. looks more like a mantis. And with one uh, hand on the grill, getting a much better uh, uh, handhold. One hand on the the hapless victim, and two on a rifle uh, uh, trained on the the drivers. Uh, are, are is it time to jump off, or are you just going to stay there and, and try to dissuade them? Hmm. Could I try? Yeah, I'm going to uh, intimidate to uh, get the lady with the gun to drop the weapon. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a two-point spend. Okay. She uh, uh, drop sort of drops her gun into the dirt as you're still speeding forward and starts like rubbing her her head and uh, it is. She seems completely unaware of what's going on. Meanwhile, Streets is just shouting uh, uh, war cries, essentially. Streets is in your arms, right? That's who you picked up? No, Streets is in the driver's seat. Oh, okay. You do not know the name of the the rescued third settler. Okay. And this is probably the part where you should shoot at that tire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He he was not Uh, shouting an introduction. Instead, he was just shouting, Ah! Uh, I'm absolutely going to shoot at the tire. I'm going to spend three points to shoot at the tire. Okay. Because it sounds maybe pretty difficult. It sounds pretty difficult, honestly. Uh, but I rolled a six, so all right, uh, you succeed. Uh, you shoot the tire; uh, it pops. The axle uh, falls away as well, bringing the truck grinding to a halt, uh, pivoting on that one wheel. So it just sort of kicks up a, a rooster tail of dust, and everyone is pretty darn safe as uh, uh, you know from the danger of the oncoming vehicle. Uh, I audibly congratulate myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good job. Very good. Meanwhile, uh, Streets is going to start shooting at you with... Uh, he's going to add plus three to his roll because he's real angry. <laughs> so that's a six-tier hit threshold. That uh, is going to work. And uh, Sorry, is it me? Uh, in f- actually, he's going to shoot Katya for just being... Uh, getting the uh, plus two damage on a uh, point blank range. So that's five damage. Okay. How much points do I have? Your uh, you have a health? hit threshold. Oh, is that what that is? Your your health is eight, so it is now three. Okay. The hit oh, threshold is how difficult you are to hit. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you've. Uh, just oh god, my threat th- hit threshold is only two. He <laughs> just pumps rifle shots into. Uh, I can't be missed. Katya, whilst <laughs> <laughs> while while just crying bravery, blood, always remember martial glory. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an asshole. <laughs> uh, once were those uh lethal or non-lethal shots? Uh, his is set to lethal. Uh, one second here, because I have a thing. Okay, while you look at your thing, is anyone going to try to disable the, the, the blood screaming man? Um, I'm absolutely <laughs> going to... How, how close am I to the truck? I know that I, I... I don't know how close to me it's skidded. Uh, it has skidded near enough to be, like, suspenseful. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to... I think I'm going to dash to the truck and, and, and pull out... Try to pull out... Uh, uh, streets and wail on him a little bit. Okay, this is a scuffling test. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add two points of scuffling to mm-hmm. my roll, uh, and I rolled a five, so that's a seven. That's a hit. That is a super hit. In fact, uh, 
you're going to do... Oh god, what is the damage on this? Let's say three damage. Okay. Um, and is there a way to try to restrain him? Uh, make me, like, an athletics test. And, uh... Did, did um, you bring rope? Like, uh, give me a one-point preparedness spend for rope. Okay. Spend one preparedness, uh, you have enough rope to tie him up. <laughs> I, I have to... I have to use one of my unassigned points to give myself a pointed preparedness, okay. and then I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. <laughs> or could I could I use my preparedness in place of that to give him? Oh rope? yeah, just give him your rope. Uh, I've got my thing oh. now. Sorry. Give him your rope. Okay. Uh, what's your thing? I have a frequency transducer uh, cybernetic implant, which means that if I'm struck by a lethal shot, I can react as if struck by a weapon set on non-lethal. Oh, awesome. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, oh, what am I thinking? Like, handcuffs are totally in your standard equipment. So you totally have handcuffs. Oh, I just have handcuffs? Yeah. yeah uh, so uh, I still have all my preparedness. Give, give me an athletics test to put handcuffs on someone who really is trying not to be handcuffed. Okay, I've got, I've got so much athletics. So I'm just going to use four points in, of athletics. Okay. i got to roll with three, so that's a seven. All right, you succeed. Uh, all right. As, as the dust settles... Uh, uh, you see that several patrons have been recording the action for later reference. Uh, you uh, ah, the modern era. You actually managed to uh, do pretty well for yourself. So if this gets out, it'll actually make you look good. Whereas if uh, the whole table flipping thing gets out, it would probably do a hit to to your uh, well. Reputation. Considering the table flipping was immediately followed by sitting on her lap and getting cozy. <laughs> yeah, they loved that. That's, that's a plus and minus to reputation, depending on who you're asking. Mm. Depending on who's looking. <laughs> I flipped the table and then everyone still loved me. <laughs> but, uh, in any case, uh, the people are like, wait, that's not Derek. Is that? I've never seen Derek act like this. These are all murmurs you're getting. Uh, you, you can see that the, uh, now that you can get into the truck to turn it off, you see that the uh, accelerator was fused down by a laser blast. So is this person like a shapeshifter? Uh, you see no... Uh, forensic anthropology shows nothing uh, related to shapeshifting. Uh, however, it does reveal scorch marks where their headsets met their temples. Actually, I do have a question. If there's a laser blast on where um, the foot pedal was, like, is his foot fried? No, no. His foot was taped to the steering wheel. Oh, okay. He was okay. he was standing on the seat with one foot, steering with the other foot, head popped out of the sunroof. Right, right. I understand that. But, like, you had to be pressing down the pedal in order to, before you shot it. So no, I'm the, curious. The, the pedal was okay. welded down with the laser thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's still just ranting and screaming. With proud, down-smashing fists, he saved Ares III. Uh, so he's saying nonsense. Yeah. Okay, I think ti- it's time for more psychic magic. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to spend three points of Neurosight, which is a special psychic ability that lets me examine the subject's general emotional state, tell whether they are healthy or unhealthy, Determine their brainwave patterns. Oh, wait, I understand. I don't actually have to roll for this. It's I spend points to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I will spend two points to tell his... Uh, to, one point to detect if the subject's brainwave patterns are natural or if they've been overridden by outside influence. Oh, they have been overridden by outside influence. Okay. 
this actually reminds you of what you overheard. I mean, you're not the the technical expert, but what um, Bentley was saying earlier about, uh, or no, this was something Norman did. What Norman was saying earlier about uh, how the the signal that overrode your weapons worked. It's yeah. It seems like a biological version of that. Okay, and then I'm going to spend two points to determine his general emotional state. Like, is this rage, or is he frightened, uh, confused? You would, you might characterize it as excessive valor. Uh, he, okay. Like the glory of battle. I was expecting mm. blind rage, so that's unusual. All so right. he really believes in some cause right now. Yeah, he's he's like all about it. Like cause. he's screaming to stand up against the treacherous Duru, stand tall against Can the I... Mohalar. Can I uh, can I find out anything with uh, chemistry or virology? Uh, their body chemistry, uh, aside from elevated uh, adrenaline and such that that you would expect from being in a, a, a raging firefight, uh, is standard. Cordo, Berta Cordo, has no memory of the last few hours. She just remembers approaching a destination to the east of the settlement. Uh, Derek told her he'd taken some unexplained atmospheric readings after uh, Ashen Star's manifestation, and uh, that might lead them to something real interesting. Hmm. And then she remembers nothing else until getting uh, uh, hmm. w- waking up after being frightened nearly to death by, by a bug creature. Now, uh, okay, so she's not crazy anymore like this guy is. Did is it possible that she got intimidated out of her craziness? And is, does anyone else have two points in intimidation? <laughs> um, um, or actually, would it be better to try to interrogate uh, Streets while he's still in his state? I can actually, interrogate. Could I spend two points in chemistry to try to like real- rebalance his brain networking or whatever? Sure, sure. Okay, I will do that. So we'll basically like get him down with some sort of chemical mix that I'm... Or maybe this is psychic powers. Who knows? Okay. Some sort of nonsense. While we're doing that, is uh, anyone up to anything else? Uh, there's a truck to look check out. There's that guy you rescued. I'm going uh, to drop do- that guy to the ground and ask who he is and what his... What, how do you get a... Uh, My name is Trav. Trav Stewart. Um, thank oh, you. For, thank you for grabbing me. I'm just, I live around the corner here. I don't even like do any salvaging. I'm just, uh, I mean, so my, dying. my brother does. I, I just pretty much, we go from planet to planet. Uh, this is not my brother, by the way. I, I mean, I know him by reputation. People love him around here, but, uh, he's never acted like this before. Mm. Yeah, I expect not. I didn't. I didn't expect you to have a valor bone in his body. That's rather rude, but thank you for saving me. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna check out the inside of the truck. Okay. I was gonna do evidence collection on there as well. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You see, uh, with evidence collection, the most interesting thing in there is an unexploded torpedo uh, that is punctured through a sign. That says a HUD Museu, and then what you uh, assume to be an M is just a torpedo now. Uh, <laughs> hmm. 
So it's a it's a truck, and then there's nothing besides a big old torpedo. Uh, or nothing interesting. Nothing interesting. It looks like, uh, uh, judging by how empty the thing is, uh, they didn't find what they were looking for, or they were possibly uh, interrupted before they found it. Okay. And is the torpedo is, is it a live munition, or is this a thing that is defunct? Oh, it is live. Uh, okay. Um, in a way that's dangerous to be near. Uh, potentially. We hit it, I probably. mean. Right, yeah. So if I if I had maybe hit the engine block and it flipped around, maybe we might have exploded, or they might have exploded. Really, something might have exploded. Yeah, um, you would have exploded when I came back and kicked you, your ass for blowing me up. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Cordo is shaking off uh, whatever happened to her and can give you directions to the place where uh, uh, she was supposed to. Do this mysterious salvage with streets. Well, if we right. go again, we're all taking off our headsets. It's probably a good idea. Hope nobody has an internal. All right, are, are we headed there? Um, um, after I give this chemical concoction to streets, I think we'll have both of them take us there. Okay, I mean, you, you assuming ha- he's agreeable once he calms down. Uh, street, uh, streets's treatment is, uh. He, he sort of slows down. His babbling isn't as, as loud and, and proud, uh, but it doesn't really stop. Even once he gains something close to lucidity, he's still like, Hi, my name is Streaks, the warrior. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, th- thanks for taking care of me. What happened to my uh, freighter uh, truck, my uh, 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 dreadnought? I mean truck it's definitely a truck oh yeah he he's not quite right okay is there a way to get it does does um what's her name berta yeah Bird? okay does berta also have a fused uh headset uh her headset is uh damaged mm-hmm. uh they're they're more like ramshackle heavily used things which is why they're uh burns on their temples are a lot easier to see than the ones in the uh Environmental uh, base. Okay. Yeah, the combine probably had other headsets built in. Um, she, you know, tell them like, hey, maybe don't have those. That seems like a bad. We're all gonna not use those. <laughs> <laughs> we will take them off before approaching the danger zone. Internal headsets can be powered down. Uh, if you brought settler reinforcements along, uh, they will resist advice. Uh, it's just bad operating procedure. Like, this uh, this headset saved my life so many times. You know how valuable it is to be able to communicate? We're going into the unknown here. Right? And I agree with you. However, her headset exploded, and um, she probably has seen firsthand. So I think this is one case where we might be able to convince her otherwise. Like, yeah, but you don't know it came from... You're just guessing. I mean, it's a good guess. I know. Also, you don't need the headset if you're the only one wearing it. It does nothing for you. All right. You you can tell that uh, the irrational reluctance is sort of a stubborn sense of us versus them. Like, uh, following your advice is like giving you the superiority. Okay. People aren't known for being entirely rational, is the thing. Yeah. Could I try to uh, reassure her? Okay. Or okay. both of them, if, if also right. uh, Streets is resisting? 
Streets is in no. Uh, yeah, we're not bringing him with. Actually, I'm okay, thinking we're of not, leaving him with right. the bartender and yeah. telling the bartender, "Hey, if this guy stops freaking out, you could let him go. He's not. We're just gonna keep him in the cuffs in case he goes." Do you want to take anyone else with you? Like, are, are you raising a posse or just going with a guide? Um, what do we need a posse for? I don't know. Let's take a posse because it's a posse. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling going with the guide, but honestly, you made friends with those Duru, and they wanted you to go check out a thing. They might not. They might be amicable. I'll I'll ask them. I'll like kind of shout over, like, "Hey, you guys want to come with?" <laughs> uh, they they shake their head. This is this is combine trouble, and they're here to make a buck. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, there might be cool stuff. <laughs> the, their their leader, who is very smitten or at least flattered, a uh, woman mm-hmm. her age, uh, is just waves you down like, they're there, you you have fun, kids. Okay. Uh, it, it looks like uh, in order to keep things uh, stable here, though, in, uh, and be able to relay things back, that uh, Bentley is going to be sticking around at the settlement. Along with Needed the here. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll watch over streets, actually. Yeah. That seems sensible. You've got a prisoner, you've got... And and now you've got a liaison. So, yeah, Bentley's going to be... Stay in put. All right, so we move on to the museum, correct? Yes. Oh, it's a museum? Do we know that? Oh. (laughs) Uh, As you follow the (laughs) coordinates, you do see a museum. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, hey, a museum! As, As identified by its shattered signage. Uh... Also, uh, anyone who uh, has a map of what uh, this ruined city used to be, once you have the coordinates, you can lay it over like, oh, that's the Brian Hud Museum. Oh my god, B. Hud was here? Oh, yeah, you have human history, you know about B. Hud. Yeah, uh, and then I tell them all about Brian Hud mm-hmm. through you. Brian Hud was a uh, commander of the uh, military, that old battle uh, uh, that the Molar had here that scared them away for a generation. B. Hud was the guy that did the scaring. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy in charge. He's the guy in charge. Uh, like 50 years ago. He, he won a number of great uh, victories against several species that are now uh, allies or at least trading partners with the uh, uh, Combine and in fact was the man to uh, sign peace with a few of them. Uh after his storied career as a warrior and defender, he, he became a diplomat. Okay, so he's kind of a big deal. Kind of yeah. a big deal. They uh, gave him a museum. He, he was born here. The museum is not far from his birthplace. Uh, the, the nearest public land to his birthplace was turned into the Brian Hud Museum. Do you think that his bones haunt the ground? <laughs> it is almost certain. It is possible. Uh, uh, real quick, does anybody remember if I ended up using a reassurance because i cannot remember if i actually ended up using that i think you did like no you turned it into flirting that's when he <laughs> no no not that i don't think I was, you I, spent I, reassurance now i was i was going to reassure um berta uh, berta but i don't think i headsets. ended up doing that okay yeah because yeah. i would have had to add a point into reassurance to do that that's fine yeah, yeah. Well, actually something we could do that i was thinking of on the way over here um Norman could make us some, like, handheld walkie-talkies so we could uh, simulate headsets without attaching them to our brains. I I know it's a little low-tech. That is true. Eh, But, yeah. That would be a systems design test? Yeah. uh... And feel free to spend preparedness on it to have 
good parts as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I'll tell you what, I think I can rig a little something up okay. here. While he's uh, rigging, you also take a look that... Uh, you can see that muse the museum has had better days. Uh, for one thing, the skyscraper next door collapsed on top of it, completely pulverizing one of the wings. Uh, oh, and sort of sitting on top of the rest of it. Uh, it has a gleaming white design that subtly evokes the majestic star cruisers of the utopian era, like uh, HUD's flagship, the Farseeker. Uh, which, I mean, it used to until it got all super dingy because of the polluted, irradiated air that surrounds you. Meanwhile, how's those uh, walkie-talkies coming? Yeah, hey, I think I found a little something that'll work here. Oh. Uh, it's a little low-tech, but I uh, found some tin cans. <laughs> and, uh, a whole lot of string, and I think it'll do you just fine. Awesome. So did you roll a one? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm rolling it right now. Uh, while we're sort of pairing, is there any way to uh, patch myself up? Oh yeah, I can spend medic points. How hurt are you? Uh, I took five damage. I'll spend three points and you can go to full. Alright, thank you. Back to meat. Okay, uh, anyway. Yeah, I'll spend two points system design and one point preparedness. Like you said. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the tin can on the string, the string connects to this uh, this wireless receiver I adapted. This thing's got a range of like three miles. Nice. <laughs> so you think I was just going to give you some tin can on a string? Anyway, I rolled a six. <laughs> <laughs> you have never seen any kind of walkie-talkie that's good in your life, and it's completely made of tin can string, and you have no idea how it works, but it does. Well, that's that's probably for the best, considering what you uh, might be up against. What are some theories that we're working on right now? Uh, like for the plot. What about how this thing the works? Whole thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. What what do you expect to find? So therefore, what are you preparing yourselves for? My current thought is that I'm looking. I'm expecting like some sort of EMP pulse thing that probably fries people's headsets and is gonna, you know, just. And that causes problems when your headset is connected to your frontal lobe. Okay. Uh, and also, if I remember, the, the Duru used to be allied with the Molar? Uh, they they were, yes. Uh, and uh, Streets was, like, wicked into killing some Dura like, a minute ago. Uh, and so maybe, some, maybe whatever is getting into their headsets carries some sort of super, uh, super patriotic propaganda from the middle the of the war. Okay. Free, I don't know. This is what this is where I'm coming from. That's okay. a good guess. That's probably better than mine. That's the only reason I can think for him being very valorous and wanting to kill some uh, Duru. With a torpedo on his truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Before you lies the museum's main entrance with uh, unobstructed access. Okay. So, so we can just waltz we, right in. You can just waltz right into the door. Uh, All right. Before that, I have like six points in sense trouble. Okay. So I want to detect if there's, like, an ambush here or anything looks off before we just waltz right in. Uh, this is the first place you've been to where the automatic doors open as you walk on the pads in front of them. Mm. I'm rolling sense open? trouble with two points spent. Okay. Uh, I rolled a two, so that's a four. So I might detect some trouble if there is some. Uh, yeah, there's a, a hum here. Like, you, you haven't heard... Uh, operational machinery, uh, except you know, like your that truck that that you just shot at and your shuttle. Uh, nothing here really works. 
especially not in the, the concrete canyons of the ruined capital city. So this is certainly something strange. Also, you notice that the air is cleaner around here. Okay. Uh, your ener- I had to guess there's a generator down here somewhere. Uh, your energy signature scan blips up and shows that the generators have been running for three days. Uh, except huh. for the environmental control scrubbers on the roof, which have been going even longer. So those are probably solar-powered. Uh, Jackets uh, will be able to tell you that uh, the, the cleaned air around the museum suggests that uh, the scrubbers came online automatically. Hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, with uh, what uh, Norman knows about you know, public installations like this museum, it's probably designed to do so in order to keep the artifacts protected. That makes yeah. sense. You don't want those getting uh, the effects of, of the awful atmosphere here. Uh, you're, you're welcomed by a chime and, hello, welcome to the Brian Hud Museum. A living tribute to the courageous and with up deeds of Brian Hud. Ah, oh, courageous and what? I'm assuming that was related to the bogey conundrum. It's possible. There are interactive displays everywhere. That seems to be the MO of whoever designed this museum. Uh, not a lot of reading, just a lot of doing. Uh, the the problems with this is that uh, there are... Uh, all the displays are offline. Uh, you, you see broken remains, uh, just time uh, has gotten to them, lack of uh, repair. Also, the skyscraper that collapsed and crushed one of the uh, wings had a big thing to do with it. Um, is Berta still with us? Uh, yeah, Berta's there. She's Did like, we I... ever ask Berta what she was looking for? She can't remember, right? That was the... Yeah, he, he didn't tell... He thought he could find something uh, cool in here. Like, uh, he re- found an a energy signature. Yeah? I mean, I figured that's probably this place automatically turning itself on, but uh, yeah. I don't remember getting this close before. Okay, so you didn't get this close before last time. Not that I recall. I mean, I, I came over, saw the place, and then uh, you... And then you, the brain fried. Then you woke right. me up, right. yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Do you know anything about computer magic? <laughs> computer magic? Yeah, just like weird computers, like just like kind of like computer magic. I mean, I know there was an Ashen Stars event here just a few days ago. Uh, that sounds important. Yes, you... You all know about the Ashen Stars effect as uh, sometimes a star's light just turns gray and pale, and that is always followed by unexplained uh, 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 energy readings and just woo-woo space stuff, basically. Hey, out of character here, are we allowed to just say the name of the game? Is that I've, Are we just allowed to do that? It is, a, it is a thing in setting. It's what the game is named after. It, it, is, guess, it is named like, after an element in the setting. Feels like, feels like that part in First Contact where they use the word Star Trek. It's <laughs> just, just not right. Maybe it's a tribute. All right, I'm going to pull out my tether and start reading for weird energy signatures. Okay. Uh, as you're going around, the uh, the computer is still inviting you to enjoy the the stuff here. Visit the Hall of Duru. Below, behold the many trophies confiscated from Brian Hud by the from the Compine's most twisted and treacherous foes. Oh, let's go to that Duru section. <laughs> and that it's under a skyscraper. Like a shit. <laughs> um, uh, 
Don't forget the North Wing, where we have records of Brian Hud's great victories in in his later career as a uh, as a uh, as a human that knows human history. Mm-hmm. Do I know what it's bleeping out? Like, can I? Like, is that like? Do I know about Brian Hud's later years, or have I yes. forgotten? Like I mentioned earlier, once uh, his time. Uh, piloting the flagship uh, uh, Warcraft of, of the Combine was over, he became a uh, diplomat and uh, a peacemaker. Okay. So this isn't like a... This is probably not like a mm-hmm. strategic bleeping out of stuff? In fact, uh, data retrieval from uh, EOS finds that uh, it is able to piece together what's missing. Uh, original versions... Of some of the greetings you've heard are uh, welcome to the Brian Hud Museum. Odin contribute to the courageous and conciliatory deeds of Brian Hud. Okay, so it's not bogey related. Probably, it doesn't seem to be at this point. Okay, uh, did we talk about the bogey conundrum yet in this? I, don't I, I mentioned it at the top. The bogey conundrum is that weird thing where you can't figure out what the Molar were exactly and what ended the war. Yeah, and everything related to the Molar is mysteriously missing. And, like, if you... People who have tried doing research into it have had, like, brain damage occur if they think too hard about it. And no one can find any written stuff or any recorded details. It's all wiped. It's all gone. And, uh, presumably, the Vast Maul did something weird because that's why we're tiny imp people now instead of all-powerful psychic gods. Or maybe that was a side effect. Who knows? Yes, so it's all up in the air. No one remembers. That's the problem. That sounds like a real problem. It's a, it's yeah. a real conundrum. Da, 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 da. Uh, okay, you were doing an energy signatures scan. Yeah, I was looking around for anything out of the normal or out of the ordinary. Um, and I guess if I don't find anything out of the ordinary, I'll go check out the generator. Uh, you feel a uh, uh, well, not feel, but your scan finds. Uh, that the biggest amount of power is being drawn to um, the uh, uh, what on the visitor map uh, corresponds to the combatorium. In fact, the computer voice is very excited about the combatorium. Oh, that bodes well. Enter the combatorium. Step into the boots of Brian Hud to battle the sinister Mohilar. I step in immediately. <laughs> I, I'm, I think I understand what happened. <laughs> um, okay, let's go check that out, I guess cautiously <laughs> okay uh before this place was leveled toppling a skyscraper onto the museum's uh, uh way lawn wing the combatorium was an interactive holographic display putting the visitor in the middle of an exciting fight between brian hud and his crew now uh you can see that uh, it is an empty area lined with non-functional hollow projectors this place does not work but it's still taking all the power it seems the computer is trying ferociously to make it work. Okay. Can we fix it? Was it was probably the pride and joy of the museum. Probably. Well, we have a repair, dude. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Eos has also been uh, uh, noticing some strange weather patterns. And uh, he, he's been off quiet on his own, typing away on the data pad. And he figures out that... Uh, the ionosphere disturbance that you found before, the the computer has uploaded itself into the atmosphere. Something happened to it, and now it's not just in the computer anymore. 
Okay, that's insane. That's not where kind of awesome. Yeah, it coincides with the uh, Ashen Stars effect three days ago. Yeah, let me ask it to come down. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have so many more people to educate about Brian Hud. Perhaps you would like to learn about Brian Hud's great victories. I know a, a lot about that, and if you want... His valor is unmatched. He's unmatched valor. He's a hero. He's the hero of the Combine. Um, conciliatory. Uh, if you wanted to come down, I we could take over with telling people about him. Please engage in the Combatorium to learn more about the great deeds of Brian Hud as he defeats the Sinister Molar. I feel like repairing that might do a lot to calm this thing down. Have you engaged in the other recreations? Uh, no. What are the other recreations? Uh, the great space battle of the uh, original Mohalar uh, incursion. Oh, uh, so this thing took over a ship. This jerk. I think this jerk took over a ship. Hey, jerk! Don't pass over uh, the recreation of HUD's plucky assault on a Duru base. Um... Should we think about fixing it or think about shutting it off? Perhaps you would prefer HUD and his first mate's daring raid on a Chanavar prison colony. Alright, alright, my thoughts right now. Um, I think what's happening is it's trying to recreate the hollow projector thing in people's headsets. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, and it can do that because it has absurd amounts of power and is in the atmosphere. Oh, that's pretty close to what I said earlier. Energy yes, signatures Energy signatures is showing that all broadcast frequencies are densely flooded. The readings are off the charts. Okay, what I'm thinking, though, is disabling the generator might not help because it's in a giant lightning storm. Yeah. It's drawing power from the atmosphere. I don't think anything here is still working. Maybe we just need to make it work right. Yeah, that... Yeah. might work because then it'll just redirect people to the hollow. Uh, yeah, projector. I guess if we, I guess if we fix it, and if that still doesn't work, we could then try to shut it off and see if that works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's always a plan B. Yeah. So the computer must be disabled the old school way, the Brian Hud way. I'll get the wrench <laughs> <laughs> and the tin cans. I have a lot of those. A good engineer always keeps a good supply of tin cans. So, so are you going to try to destroy the computer in here? Because like you said, that won't do anything to the copy that is the planet's ionosphere. Yeah. Or is in the planet's ionosphere, rather. Um, I think my current thought is if we repair the hollow thing, we might be able to bring like the atmospheric computer back? Because it might want to re-enable that. Okay. I don't know, I'm spitballing random crap. As long as we're spitballing random crap, maybe if we fix the computer, convince it to turn on the, the combat zone, convince convince uh, the, the computer to become the opponent, and then we kill the computer while it's in <laughs> another body, a smaller non-ionosphere body. All right, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, that to, seems fine. To repair this, you're going to need some time. Uh... Now, whoever's not repairing it will be able to get a refresh, which uh, is the ability to refill any three of your general pools. Alternative idea. Because you'll be resting, whereas people actually working on the repairs will not be resting. They'll be working. 
Yeah, I could actually help with the working, because I have an ability called Pathway Amplification, which lets me add additional points to the roll note someone else is making. Mm-hmm. How that works, actually, it's a once-per-session ability that lets me give my entire pool of Pathway Amplification to another person, to one of their skills. Hmm. So I could give you an extra eight points of system repair at any time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which uh, would probably make this go faster if you're rolling at, like, plus ten. Uh, I'll be resting because I have no ability to help in this I haven't been doing a lot. I'll fix it. As uh, the the repair begins, however, Eos walks over and says, Hey guys, uh, I found something cool. Oh, what's up, man? He draws a gun on you and begins firing. Oh! Oh, That's not cool! Um, This is before the repairs start or as they start? Uh, As you're about to start. Okay. Okay. See now yeah. how treacherous the Mohalar could be. How close am I to Eos? Uh, you're in the room. Like he, he didn't just walk up and go point blank because that's rude. That is super rude. <laughs> He's not, <laughs> that not that treacherous. treacherous. They're treacherous, but not that treacherous. They're, they're museum yeah, recreation headset, tre- treacherous. Huh? Is, right. is what they are. Built-in um, headset. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire a, a, a gun back. Okay. Stun gun. Uh, Stun gun. You got surprised. Uh, oh, you noticed that the computer has also, uh, in order to make this more HUD-like, uh, your your non-lethal uh, uh, capabilities have been disabled. Oh, that's good. Sorry, my non-what? Your, your non-lethal setting has been turned off. Oh, okay. So does that apply to any weapons we have? All weapons currently inside. Um... Hmm. Everything in the museum is set to lethal at all times. Hey, I know something that you can't change between lethal and non-lethal. A wrench. A wrench. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him in the head with a wrench. Okay. That sounds lethal. It sounds I'm gonna like clock it. Okay. Clock. He's a cyborg. He'll live. What do I roll to just clock this dude? Uh, scuffling. 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 Do I have any points in scuffling? Maybe I should be the one to do this. Where's where scuffling? This is well, a big list. Scuffles on scuffling. The... I got four points in scuffling. Are you going uh, to spend like all four points? Do I need to spend all four to win? Uh, all four, you would certainly hit him pretty good. You guarantee win. I'm gonna roll. Yeah, I'm gonna use them two, all. two points would make it likely. Four points would make it certain. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna make sure I do. Because okay. I don't like this guy swinging around a weapon. I assume the justification here is, like, Norman is so normal and we always forget about him that he didn't even think that you were right <laughs> next to him. And when he caves in our crewmate's skull. I just kind of, like, 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 walked up behind him. This was like, yeah. Okay. okay. I didn't do anything cool with it. It wasn't, like, some cool move. I just kind of walked up behind him and just went, oh. Give me a D6, please. Okay. I'm gonna roll it. it I got a five. All right, plus four, that's a nine. Uh, so you get a bonus one, and the wrench is a pretty heavy thing, so that's another bonus one. Uh, he is pretty darn hurt. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to kill him. I'm just trying to, like, knock him the hell out. Right. Can I finish? Can I finish? His, his, his health is down to four. One more hit like that would, would do it. All right, I've got scuffling ten, so I'm just going to cold cop knock him out. Okay. <laughs> Just pounce on him while he's distracted from being hit in the head with a it's wrench. Like, this is some, like, Three Stooges shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I pull out a frying pan. Like, okay. I'll pull out the pie. I'm putting, I'm putting uh... Let's see. I know I'm going to put points. four points. Yeah, let's do this. I roll a three. 
Okay, that's a seven. That hits. Uh, yeah, the, the, the old one, too, does it. And congratulations, just like Brian Hud, you have defeated the treacherous Mol Molar. Would you like to run the simulation again? No. No, no, we're good. We're going to grab lunch. So, like, break on all the systems. Don't say anything else. Just, let's just... I'm going to cuff Eos and then medic him back up to good. <laughs> okay. So that it won't be any lasting harm from being clocked with a wrench. But he's going to stay cuffed, because I don't trust him. It seems that the computer uh, must be disabled the old school way, the Brian Hud way. You see that uh, winning in the combatorium uh, has not changed the computer's uh, uh, zeal to, to recreate its understanding of the old hero. What's the Brian well, Hud way? It's, well, if you ask the computer, it's his uh, glory days of gung-ho military heroism. What if I told the computer that later on, maybe the Brian Hud way is just to negotiate? Maybe. Maybe. Hey, that hey, sounds like have something. have you thought about, because, you know, can, you said it earlier, conciliatory, remember? Yeah. Computer? Well, you discovered that it was not able to say that. That's true. Yeah. It probably what? has damage after a certain point in its database. Uh, could I could I spend a point in uh, history human to uh, give a history lesson on Brian Hud to the computer? Uh, a point of history and a point of inspiration, I think. Because this, this is the moment where Captain Kirk tells the whole planet that they're wrong and they believe him. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to add a point to inspiration and then, and then use that point it. of inspiration. Okay. What is your argument you're making to uh, to the computer of the Brian Hud Museum? After Brian Hud spent years of his life destroying for the Combine, life filled with chaos and violence, he learned that maybe the way to peace wasn't with a gun, but with a heart and with a word. And on that day, his heart grew three sizes. The North Wing. What? What is the information of the North Wing? This sounds forbidden. I have blocked off those data blocks because Brian Hud is a valorous hero. Please, would you like to know more? Did we just teach a computer how to love? <laughs> We're trying. I don't think it worked. You, you, it's questioning itself. You've weakened its resolve. Seal the deal. Uh, flirting. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> we, listen. The North Wing doesn't have to be blocked off. We can go there together and we can learn about how we can make peace with each other through words, computer. Actually, wait, 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 wait. What? I have a weird psychic power. Okay. It's called consciousness simulation, which lets me go into a trance and it lets me hear and see a recreation of the subject according to its own self-perceptions. I could probably try to recreate Brian Hud as he was in his later life for <laughs> yes, the computer to witness. Yes, 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 yes. Great. So, um, that is another investigative skill, so I don't actually roll on this. It costs three points plus one point per thing we have the simulation do. Okay, uh, this is going to take a lot of points. It's even going to take... How many points do you have? I have four, and it takes three just to use it. Okay. So then one point just to have him, like, say something or do something. Okay, all right. So, uh, the <laughs> Jackets has opened uh, uh, a hole of doubt, and now you have one shot to, to have a uh, wiser, older Brian Hud 
say something inside the mind of the computer. I have literally no social skills, so I think everyone else should help me with this. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm doing this to create the simulation for everyone to interact with, and I guess it would act as Brian Hud would, according to my knowledge of him and the databases around here that I can uh, interact with. Can I interact with this new Brian Hud yes, thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I can like go like, oh my, Brian Hud, what do you? How do you like solve? What do you think the best way to solve problems is? <laughs> <laughs> and then using like your uh, uh, knowledge of history you plant in Brian Hud's mouth the like day and date of his peace treaty with uh, the with the Duru yeah of his peace treaty with the uh, uh, the Duru with his uh, trade negotiations with uh, those people that he, he had that uh, daring rescue uh, uh, on that that was recreated by the the truck attack. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the computer is like, yes, I see now the combines utopian values, not just victory in battle, but providing self actualization in peace, prosperity. I see now. I have lost fact, lost track of the facts. I have failed in my duty to accurately glorify the memory of Brian Hud. The education of the people of this world has gone awry. I have failed. I must be no longer allowed to plant false ideas in people's minds. Self-destruct activated. Oh, okay. This is uh, an athletics test to uh, outrun the turn. Nine. Well, eight. actually, even before that, um, <laughs> severing a vast small psychic ability suddenly, I have to roll a psychic vitality check. Yeah. Otherwise, I could fall unconscious or have other sorts of bad things happen to me. So I'm going to spend two points on that, and I have a boost. So I should be fine with the roll of a three. Yes. Okay. Okay. And now the running starts. I do not have consequences. Everyone needs to make me an athletics test. Okay. okay. I'm also okay. spending two points on that. Well, I'm going to spend three points on that. Yes, I That's a nine. Okay. okay. I'm like out the fucking door. So <laughs> I rolled a two, so my total is a four. I am the last one out yes. on the running. Uh, there is a uh, as the countdown clicks down, five jackets is out. Four, three, Norman is out. Two, one, zero. Uh, uh, Joestar is out. <laughs> Suddenly there's a, an explosion. Uh, uh, the, the whole place implodes. The uh, lightning... Did you carry Eos out? The, the lightning storm... Oh yeah, Eos is out. The lightning storms yeah. crackling above uh, uh, die down. This place is even more creepy and silent, but... Uh, that's kind of a good thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, let's say Berta carried Eos out, because she was there. Yeah. She was doing things. She's strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at those arms. Okay. Now, uh, there are some PR issues outstanding. I think you did a good job. You didn't hurt anyone more than they needed to be. Uh, you covered up your social faux pas. Uh, someone give me a PR check to see how this helps your uh, your standing in, in the laser game. 
I have three uh, points of that. So geez. unless someone else wants that, do I it. have six points of that. You um, should probably do it. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm assuming this is the. Are we like we're like done? Uh, yeah. This is this is the first stage of wrap up. Okay, I'm going to use. Uh, and there's not going to be more public relations checks. Not tonight. <laughs> I'm going to use six points of that then, and uh, that's a seven because I rolled a one. <laughs> well, it's okay. a good thing you spent all the points. You, yeah, you do successfully increase your uh, reputation to to uh, from the starting value of zero to a positive one. Uh, that means if this were a campaign, you'd get your jobs faster, which means paying less upkeep, so uh, your your money lasts longer. Yeah, yeah, because we're. Uh... We're liked by our bosses. If, yeah, if your reputation was poor, you only get called when no one else is available, which means you go a long, long time between work. So you are broke as heck. Uh, but we're good. We're liked. You are liked. Uh, so that's... Uh, does anyone want to have like a closing scene or a debrief or any questions of some other things that could have happened? Was there a way to keep the museum from blowing up? If you want a big, uh, exciting, explosive conclusion, it, having a self-destruct is really good for that. That is true. Yeah. Also, all of us jumping out of an explosion is a pretty good way to end an episode. Yeah. It is good. It yeah. is good. I, I like that you uh, stumbled on one of the alternate solutions that they give in a sidebar for like, you know, your, your party might just do something crazy that you didn't think of. Specifically, posing as HUD and his crew, using impersonate and uniform scavenge from the displays, then <laughs> tricking it into allowing them to shut you down. That's half of what you did. I created a, ho- a mental hologram of HUD yes. that we then spoke to. Yes. That's pretty great. <laughs> so, that was really good. So, uh, I think this game went pretty well. Uh, I think it went a little haltingly. It's uh, much crunchier than we usually do, which means it takes more... Uh, time. It takes more time for people to feel comfortable. Yeah. I think... Um, the system felt pretty smooth in play, just a matter of making characters and all that. Seems like it would have been a lot of hassle, so thanks for doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the big hassle is that you're required for everyone to have every investigative ability. Someone has to have at least one point in it. Yeah, so which, character creation... Which means you because... need to do it cooperatively, go round robin, like, okay, who who wants to have... Uh, anthropology hollow surveillance and and yeah. someone marks it out and then once that minimum is filled everyone has like okay i've got 12 points left over blah 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 blah, blah, blah. you know yeah i feel right. like that could actually be really fun to have done like right. in a play it session, be hard to but it would have taken a while yeah, yeah it'd be hard to coordinate and there's like 40 skills in this list <laughs> we would never have actually played the game yeah so, yeah. All Especially since two people had to leave at a time, which, that sucks. But yes. what can you do? Unfortunately, that is true. So, in their absence, I'd like to give a big thank you to uh, Mr. Phil Kolar. You can check out his stuff on Polygon.com. Uh, the Multimedia Empire. Uh, he, he just finished uh, at the time of recording, so it's going to be a, a, a less than as recent as that. Uh, when you hear this, but a full LP of Resident Evil Revelations 2, if I'm correct. I'm sure you'd want that plug, as well as all sorts of reviews of things that he can't even talk about yet, because they're secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill's a secret boy. He's a secret boy. Uh, meanwhile... There might be less secrets when this goes out, though. Right, that's true. That is true. Meanwhile, our other guest, uh, Mr. Keith Carberry, 
What, what uh, are some other things you'd like to plug here at the end as we wrap up? Uh, I get. I, if we're talking about other things, um, you know, you could find. Or you my can repeat places. the same things. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Keith J Carberry. You can find the Let's Plays that I do at RunButton.net or YouTube.com/RunButton. Um, and if you're weird, you can go uh, to FuckDads.com and listen to some music that I made. Nice, uh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, also, uh, one traditional question we ask. Uh, is there something you'd like to plug that you have no hand in making? So just something you want the people to be aware of because you just like it so darn much. Oh, sure. Uh, my buddy Austin Walker has a Patreon that he started recently mm-hmm. uh, and where he's funding him putting out his own writing like unattached to the various places that he freelances for. And Austin is like a super great writer. Yes, so that is true. Out, uh, check out uh, patreon.com slash Austin Walker. Uh, another bit of inside info, while he has not yet been invited onto the show, he's on our list of people we really want to invite sometime. Yes, so that's great. <laughs> uh, cool. Yes. I hope you all had as much fun uh, listening to this as we had running it. Uh, I also kind of hope it gets some judicious editing because there is, like I mentioned, uh, an acclimation period in play, clearly. Mm-hmm. But I would love to play this again, either with uh, a continuation of this crew or people swap in and out. I mean, we've done sequels before and people seem to really like them. Yeah. yeah I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea going in what Mr. Joestar would be up to, but I actually had a lot of fun with him in the end. So I would be up for that. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to get used to it, but I like having played a character that wasn't a crazy asshole for once. You weren't very center sage. <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel like as soon as Jackets got the opportunity to flip the table, I figured out what the game was about, and then from that point on, was like, oh man, this is fun. This is a good game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm about it. So a thought I had, yeah. by the way, during the game, the reason he carries all those tin cans, Norman does, is he secretly the can opener? No, no. <laughs> but I mean, th- this isn't one of the space settings that has completely forgotten Earth history. <laughs> he knows of the can opener. He may even be a distant relative of the can opener, the way like one in six people are a relative of Genghis Khan. I don't think the can opener was that successful. I'm not saying it's one in six, but <laughs> he may have propagated. One in eight or nine? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but while we leave you with the thought of the can opener uh, uh, sowing his oats, all that's left to say is good night, folks. 